Hey, it's Justin Womack here with Marketing Geeks Podcast, and I just want to give you a fair warning that this episode is a geek bonus episode where we're just going to be talking about the movie Terminator Dark Fate and going into a both unspoiled and spoiler review of the movie. So if you're looking for more marketing news, stay tuned because we'll be dropping a brand new episode with your marketing fix for the week uh, in the next day or two. So stay tuned for that. But enjoy this bonus episode of Marketing Geeks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking a little break from our regular news segment because something big has happened, an event, if you will, known as the Terminator Dark Fate. And before we started this recording, I was telling Justin how excited I was to see this movie. We've talked about how excited we both were, and he has warned me against seeing this movie, and thus he has decided to tell me a spoiler review. Give me a spoiler review. Well, let's do this first. Let's do this first. Let's give it. Let's give like a thirty-second non-spoiler review first. And uh, here, are you ready for it? Okay. It's terrible. It's freaking awful. That's my non-spoiler review. Now let's get into the let's get into the meat of this episode and give the spoiler review now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Marketing Geeks. Marketing Geeks. All right, so 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 you're going to tell me the story of Terminator Dark Fate and 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 spoil it for me because uh I I got to say it looked like a stinker walking into it. So It did. And I I said that it looked like the trailers were not great. Uh, I just had faith because it was James Cameron back on board. It was the sequel to Terminator 2. They had ignored the, you know, they had ignored the other sequels. And I'm like, "Okay, this is like the right direction." Um, and I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to hold out hope here, but and you James know, Cameron, my dreams were crushed and James Cameron, James Cameron, James he finally, Cameron. he finally got the rights back. And so it was like, great. He's going to be doing a, a decent Terminator movie. We're going to finally see a decent Terminator movie. And, and I'm, I thought that like, they must've been working on the script for a long time because y- you know, like James Cameron kind of rushed the sequel after he got the rights back. So I'm like, Oh, he must've had a story cooked up, like ready to go. And, and no, no. Uh, Okay, so 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 lay it out, buddy. What happened? Okay, so let's get into it. So the movie, the first like minute of the movie is a retread of the Sarah Connor scene in the psych facility from Terminator Two. So it's actually recycled footage from Terminator Two. That was probably the best part of the entire movie, right there. And just and just so you, just 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 so 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 just so you know, everybody, if you if you're planning on seeing Terminator, stop listening now. Go see it and then listen to the show because uh, we're going to he's going to spoil it. So so it starts off with 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 her archive footage. In, we'll call it archive, archive. footage. Mm-hmm. And then we we get into uh, a quick voiceover. Sarah Connor explaining that they they stopped Judgment Day. And then we get a cut scene and then we cut into a beach in Mexico. Because if you've seen Terminator 2, it ends up with Sarah and John going to Mexico and, uh, you know, they're at a they're at a bar in Mexico. Sarah's just chilling on the bar. She's got you know, she still looks like uh, Terminator 2 age. John Connor is at the bar. He uh, so this is in 1998. So this is seven years after Terminator 2. But John Connor has not aged one day. He looks identical to Terminator so 2. You, so seven years later, he hasn't aged a day. So when you first saw the opening, <laughs> what, what were you thinking? Like when you f- saw the opening? Oh, I was excited because uh, I'm like, okay, cool. John Connor is in this movie. First of all, I'm that was that was exciting. That confirmed John Connor is actually in the movie. Um, uh, but then you know, within the first 20 seconds of the scene. Uh, all of a sudden, a Arnold Schwarzenegger, a young Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, walks up and pulls out a shotgun and bang, bam, bam, shoots John Connor dead three times in the chest. Pretty brutal. 
And um, Sarah Connor tries to stop him. She pulls out a handgun and that Terminator just kind of throws her down. And uh, all of a sudden we have a dead John Connor. And the idea being like uh, the general concept here is like, okay, this resets everything. So now it's like, we don't know what's coming. But the the problem is this kind of gets into like the alien three territory where they killed off like two lead characters in the opening scene. You kind of just shit on Terminator two right there. The whole point of the movie was like keeping John Connor alive and like the future of the resistance. But really like all you had to do was stop miles dyson so once they stopped dyson and they blew up that factory the whole end scene of terminator 2 was really unnecessary they didn't need to they didn't need to do anything else that was like uh, all they had to really do was just stop the the skynet facility and uh, and that was enough uh, but i think i think what they were trying to do is stop edward furlong's acting is <laughs> what <laughs> and, and now this comes from somebody else but i, I was saying because this Arnold schwarzenegger so, you know, he kills John Connor and he survives and, and, uh, and I'll tell you what he does in a second here. But, um, in Terminator two, one of the points of, remember Arnold Schwarzenegger sacrifices himself at the end of Terminator two, because he can't let that chip be found by other people where Skynet could still exist. But in, in this movie, it turns out he didn't really need to sacrifice himself because this Terminator that killed John Connor goes out to the woods and he starts a family. And he um, he he starts a drape company. He he gets married. He um, he becomes an adopted what? father to a kid. And then Are you decides, fucking with me right now? I'm not. I'm not. And he decides that he feels bad that he killed John Connor because it turns out that you know he didn't even need to kill John Connor because the future had already been stopped. So it was kind of like just a wasted kill. It was like, whoops, that was just my programming. I didn't really have to do it. So and uh, and so like yeah, he's got his own drape company. Uh, he's he got a drape Carl. company. He goes by Carl now. His name is Carl now. So that's his that's his new name. So, so like, so, so finally James Cameron gets this and what is he just like, is he Rick rolling us? Like what the hell? Well, this, this is actually kind of revealed later on in the movie about the Terminator, um, you know, being Carl and all that. So, so really what happens is we, we kind of go from John Connor dying to the next set piece, which is in Mexico. And we have our two new protagonists or our two new main character Terminators being introduced. And, and really you're getting a retread of, of Terminator one or Terminator two, where uh, we have the two new Terminator, or that we have the, the the person from the future being introduced, who is now a half woman, half machine hybrid. She's an enhanced human, and then you have the uh, the villain Terminator, who is basically a combination of a T eight hundred and T one thousand. So he's got like a liquid metal outer shell and a hard inner shell, so he can split into what, two if he feels like it. Did Terminator three already do that? Where she was like. Pretty much. She had yeah, Terminator like 3 pretty much did, did a lot of this. Like a lot of these ideas are retreads from other sequels, uh, the ones that were supposedly taken out of the canon. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. so, okay. So now he's a, he's a Terminator married with a kid and he's named Carl. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and, and so, so did they get into the relationship? How did he meet this woman? And like, why does she like a guy who's like emotionally unavailable? Well, let me, I mean, let me come back. Let's, let's go through the, let's go through the movie real quick and I'll come back to that. Cause we, that's important stuff. We do have to cover this, but so after we have the, the two new Terminator or the two, the future people both coming back in time. Now we find out that the, the human hybrid is here to save a woman named Danny Ramos from this Terminator. Who's there to kill her. And we have a bunch of battle scenes. Um, and then, you know, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen that Sarah Connor shows up on the freeway and pulls out the bazooka and uh, and then all of a sudden interjects herself into this, you know, normal Terminator story. Well, it turns out Sarah Connor has been receiving text messages anonymously and they all they all they come to her with coordinates that say for John. And so we're later explained that this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator that that feels bad about killing John Connor. So he's been 
texting her coordinates of new Terminators because he can sense the time, you know, disruption of time when new people are sent through time. So he sends her coordinates. Um, however, this how, is how not- does he sense it? Is there like is there like some awesome five? Five six G network that he's tapping into. He's just texting her with encrypted text messages. That's all. Just encrypted oh, text. Okay. Of course, of course. And uh, and then she's just going and killing the Terminators. And uh, and so she she gets this text. Uh, however, this is not where that Terminator arrived. So there's no explanation why she would know to go to the freeway and find them there because they they didn't arrive there. They arrived somewhere totally different in Mexico. But she just happens to find them on the freeway and pull out her bazooka and you know shoot at them. So so they they sent back more Terminators into a future that has been erased because they stopped Skynet. Oh, oh you're going to love this. Okay, so so Skynet's been stopped, right? So instead we find out the new future that happens. So this is this is the new future. You ready for the new future? Very I'm very ready. different. I'm so ready. instead of I'm Skynet, humans create a artificial intelligent called Legion. So it's not Skynet, they create Legion. Now Legion decides that, you know, they're going to they end up launching the nukes and creating a whole like Armageddon situation very different than Skynet because Skynet was called Skynet not not Legion. And uh and apparently Legion then creates a robot army and they use the exact same names as Skynet so they call them Terminators they call them HK Hunter Killers I was like what a coincidence. Ones. It's a coincidence. Yeah, they call them the same thing, but it's not the same because it's Legion. And it turns out that um that Donny Ramos so the, the whole point of the movie is they're like, oh, she's the new Sarah Connor. She's going to give birth to the leader of the resistance. And you find this out kind of in the movie. Spoiler alert, later on in the movie, you learn that, no, she's not Sarah Connor. She's the new John Connor. She's the new leader of the resistance. And so you you learn this. It's a big, big reveal later in the movie that you learn that she's the future of the resistance. And she's like five foot one. She uh, she tries to act tough in a couple scenes. And it's like, it's kind of hard to like really see her as leading an entire resistance movement when like she has no military experience there's no explanation for why she would be able to do this she's like well neither did sarah connor she was just a waitress initially that's true that's true yeah so you know terminator terminator action will change you (laughs) so so okay so 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 carl well okay so so we we know about those text messages they were encrypted well the future the future half human hybrid can unencrypt text messages because she's from the future. So they find the coordinates of where they're coming from. So they go out to Texas. They have to cross the border. They have a border patrol scene, uh, all that wonderful stuff. And they get into Texas finally after, wait, after wait, they wait, through all the, <laughs> yes. the border patrol scene. Now, was that like a political statement that they had to shove in there for a second? I, I think so. I mean, because you, you, it's like ice and they show like the cages and, um, and the Terminator comes in there. So a little bit of a political statement thrown in there. Uh, but they don't go like full over with it, but it's, you know, essentially, I, I would say that it, it definitely played into it a little bit, but we find out. So they get, they, they go to the woods in Texas after they get through all these action sequences. And we find out that Carl's there. He feels bad that he killed John. He, uh, he started that family. And, uh, and so his wife doesn't know because they have a non-sexual relationship. So she's never discovered that he's an 800 pound machine because, you know, they, they keep it, they keep it platonic. So. Make it sense? Is that is that clear now? So do they do they have like any kind of chemistry or is it just like like what's her deal? Well, he helps uh, he helps raise her kid. So like you know he provides he provides to the family. He's given money and, and stuff like that. So he's uh, her deal is like you know what? Well, he's like he's providing for the family. He's uh, helping with the he's he's helping raise the child. Uh, he could stick around. What happened to what happened to the famous line Michael Bain said? He doesn't feel pain. He doesn't feel remorse. Like what? 
What what happened there? What happened is that once you once the Terminator completes his mission, then he can uh, you know he can go start a family and feel and feel uh, bad about it, and and then he can just become <laughs> he can just go start a drape company and, and things like that. Just so start that, a drape company. Michael Bean didn't realize that Terminators after they're done with their programming will just get, uh, get will, will just you know make just integrate they'll just integrate perfectly into society, and he didn't realize that so. That's all. And here's the thing, man. If, 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 like, what I don't understand is if, if a Terminator has the ability to sense when other Terminators are coming and kind of still have, you know, his computer power and all that stuff, uh, how come he just doesn't uh, start Bitcoin mining? Like, does, wouldn't that make more sense? That's it. I mean, he could probably make more money than through a drape company. I mean, you'd think like somebody that is like indestructible could find a better use of his talents than a drape company. Right, because in the original Terminator, you know, he you, there was actually moments when he would like you'd see the selective sort of AI system like choosing the best That's right, answers, like choosing like what to say. Yeah. yeah. So so <laughs> what he just was like sitting there one day is like, what am I going to do now? Drape company. I mean, what? That's exactly right. Man, man. <laughs> so, uh, so okay. So, so first of all, Edward Furlong killed him off. Now there's like chase, 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 chase. Not even a line of dialogue. May, maybe like one word, but I don't even think he said a word. I think just killed without even a line. Man, that's too bad. So, so uh, what? Uh, like, is there was there any cool moment? Like a moment where you're like, that was a great sequence, or that was odd. Like that was a good surprise. Well, like, I, I see. For me, like I'm not that into actual like dumb action sequences. And there were a bunch of dumb action sequences that I feel like were completely unnecessary that were just shoehorned in there to try to add action to the movie. Like if you've seen the preview again, there's a, there's a plane sequence that you've probably seen. They're, they're in like a military plane. Um, they drive a Hummer out of a military plane they, and they, they have a parachute attached to it. The parachute lands on like a dam, maybe the Hoover Dam. I'm not sure if that's explained, but it looks like, it looks like the Hoover Dam and it's like hanging over the edge and it ends up, falling off the dam with uh, Sarah's inside and the new leader of the resistance, I believe is inside the, inside the Jeep or the Hummer. And it, it goes underwater and they're, they're underwater now in the, you know, in the Hoover dam area and they're still battling the terminators. And it, it's just completely and utterly ridiculous. And like, I would have preferred like a low budget, more like psychological type of movie that goes more into like, okay, like I, I was actually hoping that they would go more into like modern AI, but there's like nothing involving modern AI. Like I wanted to hear like how like Google would have like integrated with, with the storyline or like how, how like we're moving toward like real AI or something like that. But it, they completely ignored all of that, man. So a bunch of horrible action. Like I, I just, yeah, I, I just hated every minute of the movie. So did they, did they, did they leave it open expecting there'd be another one? Like what happened at the end? Yeah, so I, I guess this is where you get into like time loops because you know I always said that like Donnie Ramos uh, doesn't seem like she would be the leader of the resistance. So it ends with Sarah Connor surviving this movie and kind of getting ready to train her to be the resistance leader. So I guess like you know had she never gone through time and all this that there would never have been training for this. So it, it kind of gets into a new time loop. I'm assuming that that's where they were going to go with the trilogy, and and also. Um, Grace, who is the the human hybrid, ends up sacrificing herself to kill this this final Terminator villain by uh, by pulling out her power source and shoving it down the the villain's throat. Which apparently I didn't realize this, but apparently this is the exact ending of Terminator Three. I'd forgotten. But in Terminator Three, Arnold Schwarzenegger pulls out his power source, shoves it down the the villain's throat, and kills that Terminator in that movie. It's the exact same ending. I had forgotten, but I had been reminded by other people that didn't forget. <laughs> Man. So, 
it's it's a stinker man it's uh it's bad and the other the other scene in the ending is uh, so grace sacrificed herself for that human and they drive up and they look at grace as a young girl at a school and they see that she's alive as a young girl so i think in the future now you're gonna have like that donnie ramos would have met grace and it would have been like she's like the kyle reese and she would have needed to send her back and you know all that like kind of time loop stuff would have maybe been explained in a trilogy but never going to happen now because this movie is a bomb it's failed and it's over the franchise is dead well good i'm uh let's let's uh let's let's hear it for our uh our our friends the the terminators i think the if if this ever gets revived it needs to be revived under like the bloomhouse model or the blumhouse however you pronounce that like it needs to be a low budget like psychological movie like i'm talking about and I think that's the only way you could revive this franchise. It would have to be super low, but I mean, pretty low budget. We're talking like 40 million or lower. And, and it has to be more, less action. The first one was made for 3 million, man. How much? 3 million. 3 million, yeah, Terminator. Yeah, so you could make, in the 80s, you made that for 3 million. I, I think you could do it for 40 million. You could come up with some movie. They should have made this movie for like, I can't believe they spent $180 million on this movie and thought that was a good idea. Like none of the other sequels had done well. Like I don't understand it. Well, you know, I I, I don't know. It's somebody... Somebody should have used that predictive AI to, uh, you know, so, <laughs> so I, I say this though, uh, that I'm, I'm passionate about the Terminator franchise. So if you went into this movie, not knowing that much about Terminator and not caring about the mythology behind it, then maybe, maybe there was a good movie there. I just couldn't, I couldn't enjoy it because I'm connected to the actual mythology. And, uh, I was so distracted by how annoyingly stupid the whole thing was that I couldn't actually see the movie that was happening in front of me because I was too distracted by like the dumb, stupid shit that was happening. <laughs> so did Carl, did Carl go back to his wife? Did that happen? Carl, uh, also died in the final fight. Um, I don't what happened remember. to his wife. I don't even, I mean, and the kid. I don't even remember what happened. I mean, I, none of these characters, I had like zero emotional connection to anybody in this movie. So uh, I, when he left, so when Carl left to go fight the big bad along with everybody else, he he said a final goodbye. And he even said, I think there was a line in there where he's like, I won't be back this time. He said something like that. So, yeah, well, I guess he was protecting <laughs> the future. All right. Well, that's uh, that's our spoiled review of uh, Terminator dark fate how did and that was uh, i was a little passionate on this one but you know what again like this was a movie that i had been somewhat looking forward to and i had heard all the negatives and i had ignored them and i should have listened well you jumped on the grenade so we don't have to so thank you so <laughs> so much for that justin you are a true friend and an amazing uh an amazing uh podcast podcast co-host uh did you like our spoiler review if you do if you did we'll do another one if not tell us to fuck off or whatever but uh <laughs> ladies and gentlemen uh you know uh next week uh, or in the next few days we'll have another awesome guest and uh thank you for listening stay glassy